Lister and appropriate if you wouldn't mind. Some people think I'm disturbed. I'm not. However, I do like to disturb my neighbors by knocking on their door and asking them if I can have a bath in their house. Here's disturbed in the rubber room. No time to be perturbed. Just get on board the rocks on the bird. Cause here they come. In the rubber room. Oh, wow. It's disturbed. Oh, wow. David, how are you? Nice to see you, mate. Good to see you. Would it be fair to say this has almost been a turning point musically for the band this year? I guess it would depend on your perception of it. It certainly opened up some tremendous doors for us, no doubt. Has it been a turning point musically? Truth be told is that we've, it's not like this is the first record that we've ever done anything acoustic or orchestral or ethereal on. The reason I ask is because I saw you quoted as saying that now it's very hard for people to actually define, define where this well, band is. And that is because of things like that track, because yep. of tracks like The Light, because of tracks like Your Mine, a number on this record, which typically deviate a little bit from the perceived stereotypical definition of the When you're able to achieve success, branching out stylistically, it gives you even more license to go there. Of course, but you've got to evolve as a band anyway. I mean, you can't stay in the same place. You can't keep just doing, you know, down with the sickness over and over because apart from the fact that for you it would probably be boring anyway. And (laughs) I know we've talked before about you Mm -hmm. challenging yourself vocally as well. Certainly. And what we can do collectively as a band. I mean, the other guys have put a lot of investment of time and energy into, you know, really learning additional instruments and really getting a much broader, greater understanding of music in general. With something like The Sound of Silence as well, it's now opened you up to a whole bunch of new fans. They certainly don't realize the depth of catalog by any means. The one thing that we do have going for us in terms of the recognition factor with that song is after our video for it has already been viewed about 137 million times, my face is pretty much stuck in everybody's (laughs) heads at this point. In fact, it's been tangible. I mean, the difference in terms of how often I get stopped or recognized over the course of this cycle has been very blatant. I'm always the kind of guy who just never feels comfortable in those situations. Well, allow me to be your proxy if you, you know, uh, sure, if ever sure. turn up. Obviously, I'm him, you know? <laughs> Music has changed a heck of a lot in the last 20 years, especially in the last five years. And I know that you've mentioned bands like Iron Maiden and Black Sabbath and Metallica as well. Where do you think the future lies with bands that want to be stadium bands now. Do you think that's still achievable? All we can do is persevere and try. Where are the future real bona fide rock stars, the football arena filling bands, you know, where are they going to come from as far as the rock genre is concerned? And here's the harsh reality of things. The environment, as you say, has changed tremendously. The avenues for marketing and promotion have changed tremendously. MTV no longer plays a whole hell of a lot of music. Any at all. Um, That used to be one of the greatest tools for all those bands that you just named to get exposure. David, we were talking before, a fair moment ago, about bands that you really admire. Iron Maiden being, I guess, at the top of the list for you, yeah? Maiden's kind of like the template, the anomaly that everybody wishes they could be. The band that literally had one hit single their entire career, yet that can fill 
the biggest arenas and, and stadiums on the planet. There's no one in the genre that I look up to more. Maybe them and Metallica are on an even keel with me. <laughs> you know, I love the punk era, and especially with the way politics is, and especially now, <laughs> because politics was always, I thought, a very important driving force behind rock music and also anarchy and political statements as well. I wonder if there will now be some kind of shift, almost a paradigm shift, between what we're used to with manufactured bands and people who want to make music who are really angry. We've never shied away from that. Um, it's always been a staple of our message. Besides the overall point of what Disturb does being empowerment and transcending the obstacles of life and enabling you to feel powerful. It's also been reflecting simply on those things in this world that we do feel passionate about, that do affect us. You know, you can't really help but notice all of the chaos that is engulfing this world unless you've got your eyes closed. It's certainly inspired us in the past. It will continue to inspire us in the future. And I think you're right. I think that your prediction of a wave of politically driven music is probably on the horizon. I mean, you know, System of a Down is in the studio yeah, recording yeah. a new record. <laughs> I can only imagine what Surge and Company are going to be putting together for this. Typically, as long as the messages are infused within the music, that helps make it more powerful. And do you think this will influence the current political climate? Are going to influence what you're going to do with the next album? I think that I will still be as hypercritical <laughs> as I always have been. I will still be as angry as I have been and as defensive in a continually downward spiraling maddening world it won't be any different for me let's put it that way will i be influenced will i be inspired to write about aspects of it i'm certain but i always am that's nothing new for me only time will tell just how much of this is hot air and how much of this is actually something we need to really be concerned about i mean i think everybody's their own worst enemy in a way yeah. They whip themselves up into a frenzy. People almost feed off of it these days. Life would be so boring if you didn't have 10 tons of things to bitch about. I think that everybody needs to kind of wait and see where the dominoes fall and then start making their assertions after that. I'd like to think that people make their own minds up now too after the fact that, you know, with the election outcome in America, which is obviously what we're alluding to, uh, people I think have spent so much time on Facebook and Snapchat and Instagram and going to clickbait but not actually reading the story. I'd like to mm -hmm. think now that people will actually look into the story and come to the conclusions themselves rather than being influenced by... Well, that's it, the know, difficulty of it, is that every single story that you may see, clickbait or not, valid or not, is biased, you know, and has an agenda. And everything is not pure. <laughs> yeah. There is not a single news source in existence that is simply reporting the news. Mm. They're reporting it with their own spin, and it's always been that way, but it's much more prevalent and obvious these days in the digital age, when we are just barraged by information on a daily basis. People, when they engage in social media, it turns people into monsters. It really, truly does. People lose their goddamn minds over it. People need to remember what gentle political discourse can be like, what respectful political discourse can be. You can disagree with somebody's beliefs, and that doesn't mean you want to kill them and yeah. you know cut them off from your Facebook list yeah. or, or whatever the case may be. People are taking things more seriously and more personally, I think, than they ever have, and almost to a fault. Social media continues to whip people into this extreme polarities of frenzy. It's a shame because a tool which can really be used to help greater understand each other and that can provide this instant connection with everyone and keep you connected has become 
A bullying toy. A bullying toy yeah. and a toy of intolerance and... And misinformation. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. David from uh, Disturbed, thanks for being in the rubber room, mate. It was absolutely awesome. When are we going to see you next? Where do you go to from here? Well, we've got a show in Brisbane coming up. Uh, then we have a show in Auckland, New Zealand. My heart goes out to all the people of New Zealand right now, particularly in the Southern Island, people around Christchurch. Just devastating. Uh, what this most recent earthquake has done. Our deepest condolences to anyone affected by it. Uh, yeah, I know that they will rebuild and overcome and, and we'll do everything in our power to try and take them away from the pain of it for a little bit and give them some strength. And then uh, we take about five weeks off, which we really, really need. We've been going <laughs> strong and steady and without any significant break since last February, so we're pretty crispy at this point. (laughs) Then we'll come back supporting our friends in Avenged Sevenfold in the UK with with, uh, In Flames on that bill. What a great new album, uh, Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah, very, very very hopeful, very very adventurous. In February, we will be hitting the rest of Europe also with Avenged Sevenfold and our friends in Chevelle. All right, okay. And then we're going to close this touring cycle of ours with a couple of shows in Russia. Then that's it. Close the door. Go and sit. Unless, <laughs> unless we get some crazy, crazy offer that we simply cannot refuse, which I don't see happening at this point. You never know what's around the corner, right? I've never seen Iron Maiden. Bruce might be listening right now going, hey. Bruce, you know what? If you decide that you'd like to have us and you're going on another tour after the whole Book of Souls thing, which you just completely engulf the planet and, and, and you own that we'd be more than happy to there support you go. I don't think they'll be ready by that point who knows if they are at the moment they can't get enough I yeah. mean there's a whole new re- renewed energy in that band it's incredible yeah you know? well when you have the incredible concentration of talent and energy that is just a part of what Iron Maiden is there really are no limits to yeah. what you can do of course including your own plane <laughs> that really puts a lot more into the doesn't, equation doesn't, doesn't it? hurt things yeah. does it there's one hell of a way to travel Thank you so much. I really appreciate your chat about the music and your insights on the future. That's really nice to see you. Thank you, you, you so much. My pleasure.